Hi, everybody. So today is a good day because, one, this is the intro, and we're actually saying the intro as it's happening. Yeah, the Which, intro is coming first. It's really rare that happens, and I'm really excited about it. So welcome to episode 28. And I'm pretty sure that's when, like, the fucking intro would play. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> also, it's a very cool day for me because my phone's not recording the video component. Mm-hmm. It's a different thing. And I know for a fact this will not run out of storage in the cool. middle of the fucking yeah. thing. So that's very nice. I can't wait to upgrade my phone, though. So I can get more storage. I need to as well. I know. We should I, do it at the same time. Oh, we should. Twinsies. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> Twin gosh. Twin upgrades. Yeah. I'm probably not going to get the same color as you, though. Probably not. I usually get the red one. Or, oh, yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. I like The red ones are cool. Yeah. I just like the charity aspect. I just love white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I want to take that into a <laughs> racial place immediately, <laughs> but I, I'm not going to do that. Don't anyway, worry, the other reason... Today is very special is because for the first time in a long time, I have shit that I want to talk about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I have it written down in front of me. That's exciting. Yeah. So let's see. I'm going to start with this one because it's more topical to me. Okay. So for context on this, uh, I've been crazy busy mm-hmm. for the last week. So I have not been able to actually feel like a person and do my own stuff because I had a job or no before I had the job we had I had a meeting with my producer friend and my director friend and our angel investor type situation happening mm-hmm. that for was very high wreck. yes for yep. train wreck and it was very high pressure it was a lot happening very nerve-wracking did not feel human it happened we'll talk about that later and then I had this job, but in between there was this, the night, you know, there were one day apart. I don't even yeah. know why I'm saying that. <laughs> My point is right after that meeting, as I was winding down for the next day, I ate a bunch of shit. I ate like an undercooked apple pie, several bananas, a mysterious liquid, a croissant, <laughs> I ate McDonald's, just a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. I think I had cake for breakfast. It was terrible. And I really thought I was going to get away with it because I We're usually just going to breeze past the serious liquid. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I, I know I drank something weird at some point in the day. Gotcha. And the next day I woke up and I felt, I was going to say I felt like shit and that's normal. That's not a good thing to say. No, not really. But it's true. My health is always deteriorating, you guys. You don't understand. Anyway, I go to work. I get a surprise. Whatever. Anyway, I get to the place. And all of a sudden, I'm in the worst pain that I've been in in a while. Jeez. I can feel this thing. It was like a dot in my stomach. And it was just... It felt like I had the sun growing in me. It just 
pulsating. I was like, what the fuck? And it was a very small point of pain at first. Uh-huh. And as I, the day kept progressing, I, I was thinking, ah, you know, it'll pass. It's nothing crazy. You know, what are the chances? I'm sick or whatever. And then I remembered the undercooked apple pie. Mm. And I remember thinking that that was a bad idea. And now the only reason I'm saying it's undercooked is because when I bit into it, it was pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And the only reason dough would be that hard is if you undercooked it and then put it in the fridge. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I'm not a cook. Anyway, so <laughs> at work, I was dying. I was starting, I started to get dizzy. Yeah. I, my brain started pulsing really bad. Every time I turned my head, I felt dizzier and dizzier. It felt like I was walking through the desert. Mm-hmm. I was sweating. It was just awful. And in the morning, what made it worse is somebody asked me for my coffee order in the morning. And I said, oh, I'll take an iced caramel macchiato. They came back with a regular uh caramel macchiato a hot one yes mm. and i didn't want big f- mistake i didn't want to feel rude yeah so i drank it oh no and it made me feel a hundred thousand times worse yeah i don't know if it's so much the heat as like the acid content in those coffees just terrible the sugar yeah. yeah so i felt like shit my point being with this whole story that i've taken up way too much time setting up anyway <laughs> is that I was I basically, I'm pretty sure I had food poisoning. And so I had it, I proceeded to have it for two, three days, mm-hmm. culminating in yesterday. But that first day was the worst of it. My point is my, I was getting worried. I'm glad I'm not a hypochondriac most of the time. I, it's very rare for me to get sick. So I, I just, I just kind of power through things when it happened to me. Mm-hmm. This one was particularly bad. That I mean, I was crawling in here. And I was just begging for God to kill me. I was please please just kill me now. Um, But what I was going to say is that you don't, you don't realize how much shitting is a gift. How much shitting is a gift? Oh yeah. yeah. Now here's my, here's why I say that. It's because the entire time I real, every time I went to the bathroom and I looked, and I looked, it was like black. And oh. I was like, that's not normal. Yeah. And I know I'm sick. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got over it, it wasn't like that. And I realized, oh, I'm back to normal. And I, everything's back to normal. Yeah. And it, it's just so nice to sit there in the morning and go about my day. Anyway, that's my story. It's like nature's mood ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it is annoying that you have to do that. I think it's one of the most annoying things about being human. Mm-hmm. What's funny is I don't I don't hold peeing in the same light. I think that's more fun. I feel like peeing is really inconvenient for me just because I have to do it so often. Right. Yeah. yeah, if you have that problem, I could see how it would be really... I don't think I have the same yeah, problem. Especially because I've been trying to drink more water because as we've been over before, I'm a really dehydrated kind of person. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah. You, you know what I started doing a lot? Mm. I started just looking at my tongue in the mirror because yep. apparently when it's all white and shit, that's when you're really dehydrated. Oh. Yeah. This entire time, by the way, that I was sick, white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the, when I finally got serious about taking care of myself, I go, okay, 
Strictly Pepto-Bismol and Pedialyte is all I'm doing. So just mm-hmm. chugging both. And it just felt awful. I didn't. I, I haven't had Pedialyte in like a decade. Yeah. So I didn't know how it tasted. I got, and I, the only one on the shelf was grape. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't mind grape. I like grape. It was awful though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I have two more points to talk about, but do you want to interject? No, no, I th- I'm following along. Okay, cool, cool. So, train wreck. Yes. Yes, the meeting. Now, let's just say that for this meeting, there was a lot of factors at play for us because we're new at this. Yeah. You know, do, we, do we need any like background on this for people? I can't give it too much background, okay. to be honest yeah. with you. So, I'm sorry if it seems too vague. Just know this much. we Something, uh, literally... Somebody with wings fell out of the sky with money and mm-hmm. was like, would you like this money? And right. we said, I guess. Can, can uh, we say it's to cover the cost of what oh, we already Sure, made? yeah. It's to okay. cover the cost of the... The train wreck production. Yes, the yeah. actual production and then some for marketing purposes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, but we had the, the purpose of the meeting was to win over this investor mm-hmm. and... We were nervous about it because we had a couple of strategies on how to execute. And one of them was definitely way different than the other. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like a abort level type of plan, which I was comfortable doing because I, I don't sometimes just sometimes not all the time. I sometimes I, I'm comfortable taking a leap of faith. And I think any procrastinator who has had any level of success can attest to this. I mean, even talking about it right now makes me so excited. There is nothing better than when there is a task that is of your particular skill that is more advanced than it is for you currently mm-hmm. and that you are underprepared for. Mm-hmm. You just throw that ball as far down as you possibly can yeah. and hope, just hope it lands. Mm-hmm. And when it lands, oh, there's no better feeling when you are underprepared and then you, you just go for it and it happens. And that's what I felt like sitting in that room during that whole meeting. It's one of those things where as it's happening in front of you, you can't even believe it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, succeed it's, yeah. it's succeeding at something that you haven't succeeded at before and it's like that's an important step for anybody who's trying to make more progress exactly yeah and when i when we hung up and when we got off that phone call that's what it felt, it felt like the confetti going off mm-hmm. and i was sitting there in awe last thing that i want to talk about this is taking way less time than i thought it would <laughs> is how do you make yourself feel like a writer mm. So now the reason I bring this up, I was telling you, I'm taking a trip with one of our friends Mm -hmm. in a little bit and because they're going to work on this trip, but I'm not, I'm going out there for fun and where we're going is basically the desert. So we're going out to the desert and essentially I said, I want to go not only because I I think they're fun, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to be able to see them that much, Yeah, but I, I figured I'll go because I'll make it a writing trip. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I love that for you. Yes, I love it for me too. One of the things though that I... I just, I, I just thought to myself, oh my God, we have to tell on. She'll be so proud. 
of me going on a writing trip. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because I keep thinking how, in terms of being a writer, I'm very uh, immature. I just haven't given myself enough time in the chrysalis of mm-hmm. beat sheets, outlines, and and just spewing out like stuff gotcha. to really hone in on my skill. And so it makes me think, what an expensive way to do that, one. But <laughs> two, it makes me excited because it reminds me of when we went to the L.A. trip. Mm-hmm. I did. I sort of did that. When I because I couldn't sleep one night, I don't remember right. Why. You and Alan were up for a while. We were up that, yeah. for a good amount of time, and I think the reason I was able to do it then, it's definitely an exploration into a, a further exploration into myself because the way I want to write, it's not the way that I'm used to writing. The mm-hmm. way I want to write, I want to write from a more vulnerable place, and every time that I've tried to walk towards it here. You know, at home, at, I haven't visited any of my writing spots in a very long time. And I think it's because I've been shelling myself off or just clamming up and not wanting to touch that vulnerable place. And I don't know why. Maybe it's the fear of failure. I don't know. God. I think it's just, it's a big step to start being more vulnerable. You're about to put yourself in a position where you're forcing yourself to be really honest yeah about what goes on in your mind and what inspired you to write this story yeah and, and it's not even just that story by the yeah. way yeah it's it's so many stories oh that's going to apply to like everything else you write afterward because i know mm-hmm. a couple of years ago when i started getting out my old scripts and rewriting them mm-hmm. part of what made them better was finally facing my my flaws and starting to use them more mm-hmm. because if you think about it, you what what do you know better than like what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, yeah, if, if you have you have to make these characters have flaws, otherwise yeah. they're not interesting. Yeah. And so if you start by using your own, it's it's scary yeah. at first, but then it makes a much more real character. Yeah. In my experience. No, I, I can totally yeah. see that. I've I've tried I've made a practice basically of sort of picking out something else that's wrong with me and using it in my next, in my next, like making it a theme. Yeah. You know, like the last one, the last one I did, I mean, it's not even serious. It's this animated cartoon pilot Mm -hmm. about wizards. Yeah. But I still use that one. I I just decided this one's going to be partly about external validation Mm -hmm. because the thing about this lizard is she doesn't have a tail. Mm -hmm. She, she wasn't adopted into a new home for a long time because of it. Mm-hmm. She's very clingy to her owner because her owner is the one who still saw her beauty despite not having a tail. Yeah. But the thing, the problem is, is like that alone isn't enough for her. Mm-hmm. She needs like the constant reassurance. She can't stand when her owner like compliments any other wizard, you know? Oh my gosh. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. It, it feels like being back in therapy. Yeah. But I hate yeah. I hate doing that to myself without the therapist because I feel like I'm not qualified to ask these questions. <laughs> so I don't, you know what I mean? It, it it's useful to ask them to yourself, but it's dangerous. But yeah, I'm so I'm I'm excited for this writing trip. Uh I picked out a cool room mm. for myself to do this and so I can kind of already see myself just looking out the window into the desert and trying to just reach that place, you know? So 
I hope that helps. I hope it does too. I, I really, I, I think you have to never do Minecraft while you're over there. No, I can't. Okay. I, so <laughs> if it, okay. Minecraft ex- is not allowed. I will explain this. Have I even explained that in this, in this podcast? I don't know if I've explained it here. If at you all. did, I probably cut it. Okay. Sorry. No, that's totally fine. I'll, I'll just explain it really fast. I mean, the bottom line is that it's a huge distraction. That's what I'm getting at. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so that's why. I, is, that's though, why my I'm, I'm making rules for your trip. Okay. That's totally fine. <laughs> that I'm not so, even going on. Yes, it's a huge time sink, but I I don't take it with me places because wow, I cannot believe my brain just jumped to you know I could take this laptop with me. Uh, I'm definitely not going to take this laptop with me. <laughs> just break it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck uh, that. So, you know, also, side note, yeah. it's funny that you have writing places and I don't. I like get in my room and turn off the lights and obsess over my. That was part of script. my original question, by the it. way, uh, which I know we haven't even gotten <laughs> to, which is how do you make yourself feel like a writer? I yeah. think when I first started taking screenwriting classes, that was mm-hmm. when I still worked at Starbucks. And I would bring a huge iced coffee with me because it made me so jittery. For some reason, I was like, I feel like a genius. There was an overlap there? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I So when I was in the very first class, okay, that was gotcha. when most of that was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I quit Starbucks basically a couple weeks after I met you. Oh, okay. So we were in class for a little bit that before then. Okay. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I thought it made me feel smarter <laughs> to just be really crazy on caffeine uh-huh. and to not sleep very much. I think it because it probably puts you in like a uh, like a yeah, a just state. it's really intense. Was that your first like intro to that feeling though of putting yourself in a mode? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, whenever I um. Another part of the mode for me was the way I would dress for class and the way I would walk into class. Mm. I don't know if you noticed, but I would have music just blasting in my ears. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, going back though to the writing, I'll tell you mine. Okay. But yeah. I was going to say like, so now what is your writing thing to get you in that mode? Shoot. Because you were telling me you just lock yourself in your room. That's what you you started with that. And then we went. My room is my writing space. Gotcha. It feels really weird writing anywhere else. Uh-huh. And like on if you're listening to this, I, I know like she invites me to a lot of writing groups and stuff. And I do I do join her sometimes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes like especially if I haven't made a lot of progress in a yeah. script yet, if I'm still really early on, it doesn't feel right until I processed it or planned it more in my room. Mm, you know, yeah. I think it, it, it's like the, it's my space. This is where where anything in my head goes. Do you see it? And I think I'm only using this. I'll, I'll explain why I'm using these two analogies because they're similar, but they're different. And I'll explain why. Okay. Yeah. After you answer it, do you feel like it's more of it's a den where you keep this precious thing and then you're nurturing it until it's ready to come out of the den, or is it more of you're like this blacksmith with a with a blank and you're just you're just nailing it as much as you can until you can bring it out like i have to get it ready first before i bring it out Mm -hmm. yeah but which one of those do you relate to more the living it sounds like both because you know okay like even when i think about that one pilot that totally failed that i'm not going to tell anybody about you Um, know it's like that's not in any condition to show to people (laughs) and luckily i figured that out before Mm -hmm. I brought it out of my room. Yeah. 
I think the way the reason I said it that way is because one is more emotional, emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. than the other. Yeah, yeah. I guess there there is mm-hmm. a side to it where I I feel like I can't be very open. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I when I'm writing, I need to feel just perfectly safe to explore mm-hmm. things that are wrong with me or things that are hard for me to think about. I see. You know, and mm-hmm. I do that best when I'm alone. So that's why when I do go see on. For, for writing things, it's usually for things that aren't writing. Like, I'll be right. like, okay, I'll storyboard while we meet, or yeah. I'll just do an outline gotcha. or something like that. I see. So, usually save those days for when I'm doing not exactly writing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it's my, my my room is important to me as a writing space, I guess. Mm. It's it's just so, it's so closed off from everything else. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I guess everyone has something different. Mm-hmm. I hate writing here. Yeah. This is the worst place to write. Yeah. 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 I hate it here. This is the best place to do that. The Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. So yeah. This is this, this is the, the Minecraft only space. I honestly kind of feels like that. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So for this trip, I'm excited because I feel like the desert is like right there and that what's more empty than the desert. Yeah. I can maybe see being comfortable writing in like a hotel room. You know, yeah. Or if if I had to move temporarily to be close to a job, like mm-hmm. I could adjust to that. I think I think my thing is routine, like yeah. I have to have things just so, and that's probably another neurotic kind of thing about me. Mm-hmm. But if everything has to be sort of in place, it's like okay, I have have my window open, let some fresh air in, have the lights kind of down, uh, just sort of. I usually write in bed too. Like, I'll be sitting in bed, and I'm just writing that way. I can't do shit on that thing. Oh, I'm so comfortable doing stuff in my bed. Interesting. But, yeah, and it's right by the window, so I can just hear the wind and just um, sometimes the the marching band practicing nearby. I love that. And then I have to – I don't – yeah, another reason I don't like going out is because sometimes I like to go and get, like, a a big coffee or, like, a big – iced tea from somewhere and mm-hmm. i have to pee a lot during the whole process so i see <laughs> just right by my, my bathroom at home yeah and then coffee shops are not good to write in no not, not, not for me i'm sure i've tried it before i just don't mm-hmm. remember if i ever came up with anything productive back then if you go to, i i used to i used to do it more often when i was younger not anymore just because i don't i don't know i don't know why actually but i used to like going to smaller out of the way coffee shops mm-hmm. in the middle of the day when because usually those are around schools mm-hmm. uh, like where kids go and so they don't get busy until the kids come out and they come order their shit and they yeah, start yeah. getting annoying but I used to go there because they were empty throughout the day and I would just be the only one in there that I could do if the music isn't that loud yeah yeah what were you gonna say? I have another thing that I just I actually just realized this this past week. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you remember, this time last year, I was writing scapegoats. I was just just writing yes. scapegoats as fast as I could for like three weeks. Yeah. Just pumped that out. And at that time, there, there was definitely this thing where I was like, okay, in the morning, I like to go on YouTube and put on a snake discovery video. And, <laughs> then, and then like right when, um, when I started writing scapegoats, there were these two youtubers who put out things mm-hmm. that i like to replay while i was writing okay you know um i think one was jenny nicholson who she doesn't 
upload videos very often, but Mm -hmm. that was when she came out with her review of like the past 10 years of this evangelical church that would put on like movie versions of the, the Jesus story every Mm -hmm. Easter. She found all these recordings of this uh, super evangelical church making these really cringy plays. Oh, really? And I would watch that over and over. And then there was also Eddie Burback. Mm. I don't know if you know him, but yeah, like, I remember him. yeah, yeah. So he and Ted Nivison went on that road trip where they went all around the country and up into Canada to go to every single rainforest cafe that oh, still exists. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah I yeah. would watch that one like over and over again too. Mm. Just having something like that on in the background. It feels like part of the environment, you know, it, it's like, so much so that just this week, Eddie Burbeck, he put out another video of practically the same thing, oh, really? except they went to every Margaritaville that exists. Oh my God. So, that must I, have I was, been a I fucking was so adventure. thrilled. Yeah. I was like, cause yeah. I, I just had stuff to work on or no, it was also cause I was updating my website cause I was doing that at the same time as mm-hmm. scapegoats too. And I was having trouble getting motivated to do that. And then they just dropped that video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's a sign. <laughs> I'll have that on while I work. And it worked. Oh, nice. You know? Yeah. It's it's so dumb. But it's like, if I'm making a lot of progress, if, I, if I'm if i having some really good writing days, mm-hmm. then I latch on to those little things that were consistent about it. Yeah. You know? And if when I try to recreate that, mood to get into writing i put those videos on again or i i just i I like to start in the mornings especially yeah yeah writing in the morning is way easier than writing Mm. at night yeah oh my gosh i don't know why that's the case but it is just is yeah morning to midday Mm -hmm. yeah and anything after four o'clock is dog shit yeah in my opinion it doesn't work (laughs) it doesn't work ever yeah unless it's a writer's meeting i guess Mm -hmm. like i can totally do that like a night writer's meeting uh because we used to do those i guess yeah yeah, but yeah but like actually like solo just trying to do something definitely not it's impossible sometimes i don't like it yeah 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 well i'm glad we we got a lot out of that one yeah (laughs) yeah i'm I'm glad you're gonna write i'm glad you're gonna me too isolate yourself and see how that works it's definitely gonna be a a self-discovery thing for Mm -hmm. sure you know i i i'm i well i i just said it naturally so maybe i do mean it because i I've heard I'm a big believer and there's a huge difference between wishing and wanting. Mm-hmm. So I, I do really feel like I want to be able to write, especially from that place. That's more real. Yeah. I love the other shit that I used to write. You know what I mean? Like that space shit and mm-hmm. other. Yeah. Um, you know, the fucking monster thing, the Gibraltar, like yeah, those, yeah. those are, those things are super fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just that, as I'm getting older and as we're getting, well, I don't know how close we're getting to like doing bigger things, mm-hmm. but you know, as we're preparing ourselves to venture into that territory, I feel like it's worth ex- starting on the ideas that are those for me, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's. You have to tap into this whole different source of inspiration yeah and it's like inside you so you have you have to find like the perfect conditions yeah to get in there i think there's like there's definitely i think i have like four i think i know i just said the thing from gibraltar but i think i want to write that from a more emotional place Mm -hmm. now uh just because it it, what's funny is that like i have a good amount of the stuff that it's in there that's emotional I, i definitely don't have experience with but i feel like it just shouldn't stop me 
and that I should still write it. Yeah. Just to see where that can go. And then I have something from my mother and from my dad and then from myself. I think I definitely, that I should definitely get out of the fucking way because yeah. it's just been on my desk for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I want to get through all four of those and see what happens at the end. And if I, I could have them in my back pocket. I feel like that's how we get to a lot of the content that people really want to see and definitely I, I, do you ever feel like in this sort of age of like internet content mm-hmm. and you know vloggers and challenges and pranks and all these viral things uh-huh. people are kind of craving authenticity or someone you know just just like a story that they can connect to really emotionally it's you so know? funny they want to get back in touch with that i feel i feel like both ends of the spectrum are very well and alive and everything in between is like mm-hmm. very rare well maybe i'm talking out of my ass i don't know because I, I feel like the oppenheimer thing and barbie are something that's right in the middle mm-hmm. almost you know what i mean yeah because yeah. oppenheimer was more of a hey like uh, look at this fucking thing that happened you know, and Barbie is definitely like a sincere, hey, like this is fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. But what I mean by opposite ends of the spectrum is that like, you know, like there's literally fucking garbage that's amazingly popular on TikTok. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, I watch yeah. that shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's so I, I this is low hanging fruit, but I guess like the grimace shake thing. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. How entertaining that was. It was Courtney Cox. Her, did you see her video? I did not see it. It was so funny. Oh my gosh. But the, the, it was amazing, but yes, opposite, you know, like stuff like everything everywhere all at once, you know, that that's comes from such a, you can tell that it comes from a place that really, I mean, Jesus, the amount of people who were crying when I just went to go see it. I mean, like, because everyone, there's just so many people who've had a complicated relationship with a parent, yeah, and have who've had trouble connecting and really understanding each other, yeah. And I know that's I know that's what got me about it, especially. Yeah. And the macro of that is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at a timeline, because it's so prevalent because of like all the all the war type shit. That happened at the beginning of like the you know twentieth century. Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes sense that all these things get passed down and they they're not dealt with. Yeah. Until finally, there's like this lull. Some not even in the world, but like just in a place in the world because you know they. Oh, it's almost like world peace can't exist. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's always going to be something happening, but at least you know, I guess here I don't know we're getting to a place of, hey, like, you know, we can take a look, like an introspective look at, like, why these things, why we feel this way. You know, we have the time. It's like this era of unpacking everything that people kind of fucked up before. Yeah, exactly. And it it seems, well, I don't know what the fuck the future holds because it's kind of, it's going to look kind of weird. But, I mean, if we can keep going that way, that would be really nice, Mm -hmm. you know. It, it starts a lot of important conversations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it does feel like a lot of movies that come out are just made by people who had enough money to make a movie. Yeah, that's true. You know, like every time a TikTok star gets <laughs> gets a deal to make a movie and shit like that. <laughs> every fucking Mission Impossible. Is. Yeah, every, every like Jake Paul movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of these fucking things are fucking awesome. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but sometimes it's just like, okay, you... 
You just have money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like we're coming in at the end here. Yeah. Do you have anything that you would like to say or add? No, I think that I think that was good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Um, yeah, shout out to Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. Uh, if you're listening to this at all, anyone who's listening, thank you for listening. Shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to you. Oh, also, no episode next week. Yes. Because Robert's going to be on his writing retreat. And yes. I hope he gives me status updates while he's there. I probably will. Okay. I'm debating whether I should get high at all. I only have like two, three days out there. So mm-hmm. I really have to be careful with that. And I've I've been discovering that edibles are more of a truth serum for me than really? a concentrating yeah. tool. Very dangerous getting on phone calls while I am doing that. <laughs> I need to stop. But yeah. So I uh, hope you guys follow Gabagool Pictures. We just got featured in the San Jose Collective. That's right. Which is really nice. Uh, keep an eye out for Trainwreck. Because mm-hmm. we'll definitely be ramping up those social media posts as we get into festivals and stuff like that. And if you're from the area, you might even throw wallet. So That's true. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.